Welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for joining us. June is National Cancer Survivorship Month. A cancer survivor is defined as anyone who has been diagnosed with cancer from the date of diagnosis until their end of life. You may get a cancer when you are a young child and live a very long, otherwise healthy life. You would then be a cancer survivor for that whole time. It does not mean that cancer defines you. And there are other terms that some people prefer. Cancer warrior, for example. And there are different phases of survivorship. Maybe an acute survivor means that you have just recently been diagnosed, you haven't even started on treatment, or you're going through the first phases of treatment. Then there's after finishing treatment, learning what that means to be back to your new normal post-cancer treatment. And then there's the long-term survivors that may still have to think about cancer once in a while or not think about it at all. A long-term survivor may have follow-up once a year or may return to their primary care team that is aware of their initial diagnosis. Some recent statistics as of 2022 state that there are 18 million people living with a history of cancer in the United States. And about 67% of cancer survivors have survived five or more years after their diagnosis. 18% of cancer survivors have survived 20 or more years after diagnosis. And 64% of survivors are age 65 or older. It is likely that the trillions of survivors is due to diagnosing early and living longer. We think that screenings are considered critical for long-term survivors. During survivorship, as you are focusing on what it means to have that diagnosis of cancer and what it means to live beyond that diagnosis of cancer, or sometimes what it means to be feeling as though the cancer itself is winning, it is important to first and foremost focus on your mental health and what that means in order to get the support that you need. It is common for people to feel relief and even joy after treatment is done, but that doesn't mean necessarily that side effects of your treatment or side effects of the cancer itself are going to be gone. You still may be left with issues of self-image or anxiety about a new cancer developing or the next scan that you have to go through in order to prove that it's still no longer a problem for you. Some people feel survivor's guilt. That is, you may have gotten to know other people within a support group that have died from their cancer. And you wonder, well, why did you get a cancer that was more survivable? It's something to acknowledge and show yourself that you are worth living and experiencing joy. Sometimes during survivorship, relationships changed. We have discussed this in some earlier podcasts about how it's difficult for friends and family to know where their boundaries are during your cancer journey. Should they push to be a part of that journey or should they just let the patient with cancer ask for when they need you to come in? 
Sometimes feelings are hurt when a friend or a family member doesn't automatically check in to see how the cancer survivor is doing. And sometimes a cancer survivor can feel overwhelmed and not want to share too much. So those boundaries are often tenuous and unless the cancer survivor is directing quite nicely and communication is quite open, assumptions can be made and relationships can change. Sometimes the fatigue and the sadness that the cancer survivor might be experiencing at any part during their journey can be overwhelming to some family members or friends because they can't help. And that can be felt as though an extra burden is being placed on that relationship. Work can change. If you left work to be treated for cancer or you have to adjust your work schedule because of your cancer treatment. Being aware that this is a normal process, these relationship changes are a normal process for many people throughout whatever experience they have, whether it is cancer or something much less traumatic. Relationships are always changing. And even when good communication is used, we don't know and we cannot own somebody else's feelings. Finding a good support group is often helpful to a lot of people. And there are many, many online survivorship communities. The Live Strong Foundation has excellent resources for navigating survivorship. There is also a National Coalition for Cancer Survivorship and the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, offers cancer survivor stories on their website. During survivorship, you will want to know what is your responsibility for follow-up? When does your cancer team want to see you back? How often do they want to see you back? What are they going to do when they do see you back? Are we checking labs? Are we checking images? What kind of images? and what should be reported between visits. June is not associated with one particular cancer. There is no one color of ribbon. Cancer Survivor Day is celebrated nationally on the first Sunday in June. Take a look around as you notice cancer survivors. They come in all colors, shapes, sizes, and degrees of wellness. Every cancer survivor has a voice. Every cancer survivor has lessons to be learned. So celebrate you and your unique perspective in this journey. Advocate for yourself. Let your voice be heard. Tell your story. And you may help somebody else along the way. The journey is always ongoing and never over. We're all on this ride together. We hope that you will continue to join this podcast as we grow and keep you informed every step on your survivorship path. Wear your cancer color ribbon and be proud of how you followed on your journey. There is no right or wrong way to navigate through cancer, but it is important to try to still be the person who you have always been before, during, and after cancer. You are all warriors, and you all teach us every day that life is for living. It is about experiences and the love that you find. Thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness. <laughs>